Hello there and welcome to the Whole Healed Holy Podcast, a place for conversations of the heart, for exploring healing, divinity, and all things sacred. I'm your host, Patricia Russo. I'm a mystic, muse, and spiritual teacher, guiding women into their hearts with a journey of softening. I'm a published poet, a lover of hearts, and a forever student. Welcome, love, to a sacred pause and hopefully a few tingles, and to a reminder that we are all whole, healed, and holy. I'm so happy you are here. Let's slip into today's episode. Falling. Falling like a pro, I fall naturally. It's second nature. Caution whispers and my heart takes note while I do what I do. Forward, open, falling. Moment to moment with every step, the fool leaves the past behind. He carries nothing more than his purity, innocence, and trust, symbolized by the white rose in his hand. The pattern on his waistcoat contains the colors of all four elements of the tarot, indicating that he is in harmony with all that surrounds him. His intuition is functioning at its peak. At this moment, the fool has the support of the universe to make this jump into the unknown. Adventures await him in the river of life. The card indicates that if you trust your intuition right now, your feeling of the rightness of things go wrong. Your actions may appear foolish to others or even to yourself if you try to analyze them with the rational mind but the zero place occupied by the fool is the numberless number where trust and innocence are the guides, not skepticism and past experience. Osho Zentero. If I were to ask my dear friend Erica Matluck, who introduced me to this beautiful deck of cards many years ago on a retreat in Tulum, which card in this deck is me. She would instantly and undoubtedly say, the fool. I have chosen this card an uncanny number of times. It's my card in the deck. And it has been the way that I have approached love in my life. And because February is the month of love, I've decided to make this second solo podcast episode all about love the love that I've experienced and the love that I've been and shared because the truth is love has been my biggest teacher in this lifetime. Who is the fool? A fool is one who goes on trusting. A fool is one who goes on trusting against all his experience. You deceive him and he trusts you and you deceive him again and he trusts you. And then you will say that He is a fool. He does not learn. His trust is tremendous. His trust is so pure that nobody can corrupt it. Be a fool in the Taoist sense, in the Zen sense. Don't try to create a wall of knowledge around you. Whatsoever experience comes to you, let it happen. And then go go on dropping it. Go on cleaning your mind continuously. Go on dying to the past 
so that you remain in the present, here now, as if just born, just a babe. In the beginning, it's going to be very difficult. The world will start to take advantage of you. Let them. They are poor fellows. Even if you are cheated and deceived and robbed, let it happen, because that which is really yours cannot be robbed from you. That which is really yours, nobody can steal from you. And each time you don't allow situations to corrupt you, that opportunity will become an integration inside. Your soul will become more crystallized. Again, from the Osho Zen Tarot. Sad eyes. I saw it in his eyes well before it ended. A sadness so deep. I jumped right in without caution. Looking back, I feel that moment. And I would do it again. I jumped, swam around, loved a moon's worth with reckless abandon. I loved hard and lost. Love for me as a little girl was conditional, so I learned at a really young age how to shape-shift. I was also the oldest of five, so I learned how big love can be, how love sometimes has a hierarchy, and how love is sometimes not fair. I was also the little girl who spoke to God daily. As I look back now with the wisdom and healing of hindsight, it was both a blessing and a band-aid of disassociation that I could leave my body at will and feel him. He was the love that I returned to over and over and over again when things didn't feel good or look right. I was a late bloomer, a tomboy, and oh my goodness, so awkward growing up. Thank goodness these were the days before cell phones and social media. Like many girls in my generation, I learned a lot from Judy Bloom books. Do you remember, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Many of you listening are too young to remember this book, this author. So of course, when I was in about the fourth or fifth grade and a boy chased me up 10 flights of stairs to kiss me, I ran like hell and thought it was the strangest thing in the whole world. I was the middle school girl who changed in the bathroom stall behind a closed door for PE class and not in front of the other girls. I was really modest. When I look back at photos from this time, I'm in awe of how beautiful I was. If only I could feel this from the inside. Instead, I felt strange in my body, nervous, unsure, behind, not cool, And as a result, I had very few boyfriends in high school, maybe just a few. And losing my virginity during this time, which was wildly talked about by the cool girls, wasn't even a thought for me. This happened in college when I fell in love for the very first time. I was married by 24 to my college sweetheart, and we were together for 13 years. 13 formidable years of growing up together. It was an honest love, a safe love, a big love, and a deep love in a lot of ways. How could it not be at this age? I love the way. I love the way your thumb presses into the heart of my palm, your boyish eyes speaking to mine. 
how your lips hunger for honesty, your tongue speaking faraway truth, the way we move together without moving at all, how proud you are to call me yours. Everything changed for me at 34. It was the beginning of a long, long season of big lessons in love with one teacher after another, which broke me little by little into a million tiny pieces. One heartbreak after another, breaking and repairing, breaking and repairing. My heart, salt water on my lips, aching in my deepest place, feeling human, that's my heart, still on the mend. These teachers taught me the exquisite practice of staying in my body, of full body presence, and staying true to the fool I fell over and over and over again in love, in love with love, with being in love, and in a forever practice of opening as the love that I am, these teachers taught me the full spectrum of love, the taste of lust, the feeling of a crush, the ache of desire, the ecstasy of deep connection, and the terrors of disappointment, of regret, of shame, and the holy act of forgiveness of myself and of them and of letting go. Go on cleaning your mind continuously. Go on dying to the past so you remain in the present, here now, as if just born, just a babe. Young love. Young love on my tongue, music in my head. I swim in a candle's worth of light. Time matters not. We wrap ourselves in it, teasing the minutes, the hours, the days, the years, all of it paused with deep kisses. These teachers helped me to heal my abandonment wound as I played out this deep, deep core wound in one relationship after another in a season of sleepwalking, part of me wanting to heal and part of me an autopilot with love disguised as a past condition maker each love with a perfect lesson and practice to choose myself, to value myself, to love myself. Options. Options. Low-hanging fruit. The easy way out. Like whiskey, but better. Weaning myself from a familiar place to sit here for now, however long it takes to undo the stamp of the past. I weathered many seasons of deep, deep heartbreak. How strange this human condition that we can go from being lovers to strangers in an instant. This has always felt so foreign for me. Babe. Babe rolled off his tongue so automatically that it took me back instantly to a place I no longer know or want to be. I'm miles away with no babe there, no pang, just loss, and a familiar face I used to love. 
I took long breaks after 40 and for this entire decade, months and years of celibacy in all of the ways, bringing me even closer to my faith, deeper into my temple. I began to embody a deeper purity than I felt when I was younger, something anchored in the choosing, the valuing, and the loving. This investment in time was and will always be one of my very favorite seasons of my life, the season of aloneness that I created so beautifully for myself. I still have the golden card with her handwriting on it. My intuitive healer many years ago in San Francisco wrote, loneliness is an invitation from the divine. The deepest loneliness I have ever felt has been in relationship. And as I faced this each time, I sat with it. I got curious about it. And there were times when I did not have the courage to take the action that the fool in me, my intuition, God, spirit, was guiding me to take. I remember one very distinct moment. I felt paralyzed with fear, unable to move in the direction of my deepest truth. I know this place, the place that our core wounds hold us to, the tricks that our mind plays with us to keep us in the dark. In these big bouts of stillness and descended aloneness, I began to yearn for the love that I deeply desired. Many of the poems from my book, These Words, which was published in 2016, are inspiring, are inspired by this yearning. Dear you, dear you in some far off place, with your smell of courage and your unabashed wit, Talk to my heart with promises of brighter days ahead. Show me the way with your sexy hands and your beautiful light. And after these big, precious moments of stillness, the fool in me would open to love again, always trusting, always falling, no matter what story my heart wanted to tell me. Kiss me. Kiss me deeply like new lovers who cannot get enough. Promise me this will never wane, that our appetites will never be satisfied, and that all of the answers you are looking for can be found when your lips touch mine. I have never stopped painting the pictures of love that love itself helps me to muse on. I am addicted, drunk. You, you, my hanky-panky, ocean window eyes I drown. Eager lips spill love, hands, velvet hands with stories to tell. My man behind closed lids, breathe me in. And then Oliver arrived. It was a sunny afternoon in Ultima, our neighborhood cafe and I overheard him speaking in French with his dear friend about San Francisco. My ears perked up. I was sitting with a dear friend of my own, also from San Francisco. What are the odds of a beautiful French man who has been single for 20 years, a lover of many things, one of which is the home I have far away from Paris, a man exactly my age, we are one month apart being there on this day in this place and feeling so good 
and so right. What are the odds? God's odds, I'd say. Divine. And so the fool falls again, this time into the arms of pure spirit, not making sense of any of it, just trusting, forever trusting. Something can never be put into words and a promise from the deck. Your soul will become more crystallized. Thank you for listening. It means a lot to me that we have shared this moment of deep conversation. If you feel inspired or touched by something in this episode, please leave a comment and or a review. For more in all the ways, please find me at Whole Healed Holy on Instagram and at www.patricia-russo.com on the web. Stay close, please, and know that you are whole, you are healed, and you are holy. I love you. Until next time.